Welcome to my life. Welcome to all the ups, the downs, the roller coasters, and everything that we're going through here in the Kalush Casa. All right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys for all the feedback you give me and all the stories you allow me to share. All right, enjoy. Holy shit. I was not expecting the response that I got once I uh, posted all these episodes and shared it on my social media accounts and I tell you, man, those messages and the texts, the phone calls uh, within, you know, the first (laughs) few hours, I didn't think anybody would binge listen to the first six episodes. So first and foremost, thank you. I'm thanking you not because I want to be like, you know, pat myself on the back. I'm saying thank you because you guys really do keep gas in my tank. All right. You make my life feel not as fucked up when I hear about what's going on in your life, you know? I'm not saying your life is more fucked up than mine, but, you know, it's nice to know that normal is normal, and it's not just like, you know, selfies and and, uh, traveling pictures on Facebook or or whatever the case is. So I got a bunch of questions, and I'll tell you, um, I'm going to address two of them, all right? Uh, One of them had to do, a lot of them had to do with her twin sister. A lot of people didn't know Amanda had a twin sister, and, you know, I, you know, they didn't have the best relationship, you know, um, not for, for any reason, but, just, you know, the dynamic of twins. You can imagine sharing a womb with somebody and then sharing the same face with somebody for years. I get that, you know, and uh, they've written books about it and they've they've uh, they've delved into it, you know, so had a normal twin sister relationship. Everything isn't like that, that uh, that movie with Hilary Duff, right? The switch, whatever the fuck that movie was called. But um from my experience right so a couple things couple first with this happening right so amanda had never uh brought her sister nikki around for the kids at all so uh, ava's first time meeting nikki was when amanda had passed so that shit was a little scary for me because you know uh, mommy's in heaven that's what ava knows and uh, it took me a a couple days and a couple stories and a couple different ways to put it for her to understand that mommy's an angel and she's in heaven watching down over us so then nikki comes in that same day and I, not only was i expecting it to be hard for her but i was like shitting myself just for you know the fact that i got a that, that face back in my house and um i <laughs> i don't even think she knows this but i didn't even look at her like i, I just i didn't like i avoided eye contact i was looking either looking at furniture i was looking at the floor i was looking at the, you know the fucking ceiling i was looking at my goddamn kids when i talked to her i never locked eyes in with her and there was a couple of things that happened when she came in she came in that night and you know i, I like a good host you know, i want to make sure the door is unlocked and she had everything she needed whatever the case is i see her walk in the front door and you know i fucking choked up and um you know say hi i hadn't seen her since 2012 so eight years since the last time I seen her and um I you know me and her didn't talk like you know we weren't like best of friends or anything like that so just because the, the dynamic of that you know relationship between her and her sister Amanda but anyway you know eight years not seeing her choked the fuck up immediately and uh you know she's from California so and on top of that she's a night nurse so she stays up at night and I'm over here you know, going to sleep at nighttime like a normal East Coast human being that doesn't work night shift for, you know, a hospital. And um, 
hey, that first uh, that first morning, uh, that first night, whatever the case is, little man needed some more milk, so I had to go downstairs and get some milk. So I'm going downstairs, and I see her back to me, and she has the same scrunchy, like, curly hair that Amanda did, and she's wearing a baggy hoodie the same way Amanda did at nighttime, and I lost it. Like, I couldn't even make it up the steps. She doesn't know that my mother-in-law was sitting down there as well, and uh, they were both just talking. It was like fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. Both of them are on California time and obviously grieving. So I wasn't expecting anybody to get a good night's sleep. But, uh, man, I, I made it up the first flight of steps and I turned, you know, to the second flight and I, I lost it. And uh, I was like, all right, you know what I mean? Keep this shit together, Friday. And just talking to myself in my head. But then <laughs> the following night, right? Like I told you guys before, I sleep with the door open. Uh, maybe it's because I'm fucking crazy, but I sleep with the door open. I just want to know. I want to hear things before they get to me. I don't know why. Just something. Either way, I sleep with the door open. And Ava's in my bed. I had little man in my arms. My back was to the door. And I was, you know, getting Ava, getting her something. It was in the morning. I don't know. Like getting her a cup of milk or whatever the case is. I turned around and then Nikki was in the doorway. I swear to you guys, I almost dropped uh, Thanos. <laughs> I almost dropped him. Like, I thought I saw a ghost. Like it was, this was like now. This is the following morning. You know what I mean? Like this is day two. And um, and I just you know I <laughs> I started closing. I closed the door for the rest of the time she was there. It was it was hard. You know what I, mean? I definitely appreciate her being here. And um, I definitely appreciate the relationship. You know, as soon as Ava met her, it was just immediate love. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what that was. I don't know if it's because you know she looked like mommy or I mean Nikki's a great person. She's a great woman. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely appreciate her being here. I, I appreciate her being a part of our lives right now. You know, better late than never, right? And I, I know it wasn't always, it, it wasn't her that's saying, hey, I don't want to meet my, my nieces and nephew, or my niece and my nephew, right? Like I said, they're, they're all they had, you know, two sisters, and Nikki don't got kids, and Amanda, you know, got kids with me. So, and the kids thing is just, it's fairly new, right? So, that's that, man. But I mean, outside of that, it's just uh, you know, I think I think we're planning on you know her moving out to Virginia if everything you know lines up correctly. Uh, Mom's already moved out here, so uh, all of her family's up and down the East Coast. So all we're gonna do is grow together, right? That trip I was telling you guys about, and we're going to Disney. She's coming with us, right? So um, that way, I got I got somebody to help me out with the kids and you know flying. Little man will be what, you know, uh, shit, nine, ten months old. He'll be ten months old, you know. Uh, Ava will be, you know, closer to five. But I still need help because I'm, I'm just a dumbass dude. So, yeah, man, that's that's the relationship. She's she's great. I'm happy she's here around us. And I'm, um, I'm <laughs> it still hurts, like, you know, even when she gained this last month. You know, just seeing her, like, I want to hug her and hold her. But, like, not in, like, a weird way. But, like, I just want to hug her and hold her. And I don't know, uh, just, but it's, it's more for because like, of Amanda, you know what I mean? Like I just, but I, it's it's just weird. It's fucking weird, man. I can't even put it into words. Man. She's cool as shit. I'm happy she's here. They got their definitely, they definitely got their differences, right? If you guys know both of them, you know they're different. But um, the second question, the second comment, and the second conversation that started from from these podcasts that everybody listened to was the, the whole all pair process, right? Like how. How'd you do this all pair thing? Let me tell you guys, man. This shit was... It's not for the... 
I don't know, man. <laughs> it was, uh, I don't, I never wanted a nanny. I never wanted a, a, a younger nanny. I thought, like, when I was going on a parallel side, I'd be like, I have, like, these 35 to 45-year-old women that just, you know what I mean? Like, Miss Datafire. I thought I was getting Miss Datafire. I go in there, and both the websites have these girls that are ages 18 to 26, and that's it. Most of them are from Brazil and Colombia. Like the one I got is from South Africa, and I'll tell you guys how I landed with her or why I chose her. But most of them are from Brazil and Colombia. A lot of selfies, a lot of makeup, a lot of look. So I tell you, I had two requirements, like just superficial on the surface requirements. One, these girls' pictures couldn't be loaded up with makeup, and two, they couldn't be fat. I'm not prejudiced against fat people or people that wear makeup. I just don't want those image issues trickled over to Ava. All right. I'm a firm believer that, you know, you are what you have in the house. If if I was a fucking crack addict, my daughter would be a crack addict. You know what I mean? If I wear pounds of goddamn makeup, then my daughter is going to wear pounds of makeup. If I eat like shit all the time, my kids are going to eat like shit. I just didn't want that. I didn't want another. I didn't want somebody with that. Um, whatever you call it, those, those body image issues, you know, because that's, that's, I'm not I'm not I don't, it's not that I don't like fat people. It's just that like. That's the one thing that you watch yourself get, right? Nobody wakes up and has 30 pounds or 50 pounds added to them. You have to slowly accept and quit on yourself and gradually watch yourself get bigger. And I get that there's thyroid issues out there. There's, you know, different reasons why that happens. But at the same time, I just don't want to expose my children to that because I don't want them to think, you know, fucking Mickey D's double cheeseburgers for breakfast, lunch and dinner are acceptable. But once again, not trying to offend anybody, but that's just the way I think. Same thing with makeup, right? You can't hide beauty. Beauty is not just on your face. You can't eat makeup and make yourself look beautiful or make yourself beautiful. There's a lot of girls out there. I mean, a, a few of them I know that just think they're they're the bomb.com. But I don't know what they actually look like. I don't even think they believe or they know what they actually look like. I feel like they brush their teeth with their eyes closed before they put their makeup on. Because they don't want to see who they actually are. Nonetheless, I don't want my daughter to emulate that. So I'm going through these these profiles, and like I said, you know, in uh, I think episode two or three, um, the response from Facebook and response from these uh, all pair agencies was just was crazy, right? And the fact that most of them from Brazil and Colombia. I just thought like maybe I was being a targeted for human trafficking. I don't know. The weirdest thoughts went through my head and I wanted to make sure I was thorough and I wanted to make sure that I had the right person because this person is going to be taking care of my children when I'm not around. And that shit is fucking scary. So I, um, you know, go through like 150 plus interviews. Right? I told you guys earlier on uh, uh, Skype, Facebook Messenger, uh, FaceTime, um, WhatsApp, all kinds of shit. And uh, a lot of these girls were really nice. Um, a lot of them were asking weird ass questions like, do I have a curfew? Making me feel like, you know, they're they're more worried about, you know, being able to just be out and partying or looking for their next husband or whatever the case or looking for a green card. I don't fucking know. It just a lot of questions just tickled me the wrong way. One of these young ladies, the one I have right now, her name is Carrie phenomenal right just uh just seemed like a good wholesome girl uh she's from south africa side note i thought south africa was just a fucking location right africa and south of it come to find out it's a country if you didn't know that you're welcome um but she uh we interviewed right 
and she didn't give me a commitment right then and there. Not that I was looking for one, but she contacted me the next day and asked me to talk to her, speak to her father, like on a, on 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 a WhatsApp video messenger. And that was important to me, right? Having somebody that had family values and having somebody that you know cared about the thoughts of their father, it just told me like, all right, I can raise my daughter and she can be part of that raising for this next year. And you know, I, those those family values, that importance of you know, what daddy says or whatever the case is will be, uh, you know, uh, reinforced. And um, sure enough, you know, she got here in September. And like I said, here we are in November. And, and she's been great. She's been great. It's been hard for me, not because of her, but it's just hard for me because I am a control freak when it comes to certain things. So for me to relinquish some kind of control and accept the fact that there's another person here that's not these kids' mother, um, you know, helping me raise them. Um, or watching them when I'm not around is hard. It's just, that's it's what it is. It's hard. There's, there's no other word to put it. There's no other way to put it. It's just hard. I'm not dropping them off at a daycare and picking them back up. Um, and, and, you know, a, a shift, a, a different rotation of daycare workers are watching my kids. No, it's the same person that they're going to, you know, waking up with, going to sleep with, eating with, and, you know, we're taking trips together with. And it's just, um, it's just, that's it, what it, it's just hard. So, um, I tell you, man, uh, all pair agency was great. She, uh, a lot of these girls are out here on a J one visa. She was already out here in Chicago. Didn't work out with that family. Like I told you guys earlier, she came over to uh, Virginia, you know, Chicago got shitty weather and in Chicago, who the fuck wants to live in Chicago? Uh, so she's now here. She is in, uh, in Virginia, um, with the best dude in the world, right? Me. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. <laughs> and, and uh just you know um helping me out tremendously and um you know there's growing pains with anything we do in life because everything nobody likes change nobody wants to nobody wants to i don't know man change just fucking sucks sometimes change is good change is growth but it sucks it's hard to it's hard to acclimate to and um but yeah, she's doing a great job. Uh, about a month into it, she asked for a 12-month extension with me. So, you know, you can extend for 3, 6, 9, or 12. She asked for the full 12. Of course, I signed off on it. And um, I got her here until January of 2022. So if I do decide to get another au pair, uh, she'll be here in December. They'll have like a little turnover period, and then we'll go from there. But I tell you guys, man, getting another au pair uh, next year might be something I don't do right because I'm just thinking about it now I'm there's a lot of you know there's there's gonna be a lot of change for Ava between now and next year she'll be in kindergarten little man will be over a year old I got my mother-in-law here I possibly have my sister-in-law here I got a, a like I said a great neighborhood and I can possibly ask them want somebody to watch you know uh they know what Ava's in school my mother-in-law is a retired teacher and she's planning on volunteering at the school or at least taking Ava back and forth to school. If not, the yellow cheese bus will take her. So um, the need for an au pair or the need for somebody that live inside the house with me might not even be there next year. And uh, I'll just I'll look at it, you know, month by month and we'll see what happens between now and and, and December. Right. I got 12 months. I just I'm telling you guys, man, everybody likes his baby face. I cannot wait till this little motherfucker just gets you know, independent. I just want a two and a half, three year old, two and a half. I'll be cool with. Right. And they're like, Oh, you're going to miss it. I'm not going to miss shit about this. I'm tired of changing diapers. I'm tired of being a fucking single daddy. My heart goes out to all these single moms. And I've had a thousand single moms work for me over the last 15 years. 
And I, I've never appreciated what you guys gone through. So right now, I just want to tell you, man, my heart goes out to you guys. You guys are fucking strong as shit. And I cannot believe I didn't know what the hell you guys were going through. And uh, I'm happy I was never too much of a dickhead to anybody, you know, that was trying to get out of work to go take care of what they got to take care of with the kids. But I'll tell you, man, from this moment on, I, I understand. I understand. You guys got my heart. You guys got my ear. And you guys got what you need. All right. I love you guys. Stay strong. Thanks for listening. Talk to y'all tomorrow or, you know, in the next couple of days. All right. Keep swimming. All right. Don't fucking drown on me.